is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. And as always, you are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Mark. Mark back from his uh, vacation, final vacation for the the winter. You've picked up your family from our hometown of Sarasota, Florida. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd call it a vacation. I mean, I flew down to Florida, hung out one day, and uh, drove back two days, uh, you know, of the next. Yeah, driving is kind of more like work than it is a vacation, I suppose. It's amazing how you can sit there, do no work, and just watch the road kind of roll by you as time goes by. And... Even driving on the interstate, which is probably one of the United States government's greatest accomplishments as far as domestic policy goes, you can still see the incredible incompetence that goes from state to state. Um, In many states, they have uh, exits that are numbered with the mile markers. Mm -hmm. This is convenient because you know where the exit is. Right, and it makes it easier to to add a new exit, too, because then you can just... Name right. it whatever that mile You don't have to is. call it 17B. Right. You could just pop it right in there at mile marker 72, where, you know, right. when the other twos were, when the others were at 68 and 77. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, some states, I, I noticed this uh, back in 1999 when I was driving around the United States in a van, kind of just, you know, touring the United States. It's been 12 years. I noticed that that was a really great idea then. And there are still states. I believe ours is one of them here in the uh, the, the beautiful Northeast. And, yeah, uh, I think it starts in in New York. At, that have not adopted this incredibly smart policy because government really has no reason to serve. Well, um, they should do it because then they could give their buddies in the sign business a sweet, sweet contract. I mean, there was one point in which, in when we were living in Florida, when they actually redid those. Do you remember that? They uh, they had the the numbered ones, just kind of the sequential numbers, and then they actually redid the whole interstate system to be mile markers, if I'm recalling correctly. I think, yeah, I think that they had the sequential one and they went to mile markers. It's probably at, at millions point. of dollars worth of business for I'm sure. some politically connected company. That Indeed, does those signs. But so. it's a lot of work for the government bureaucrats to you know decide, make a decision like that. Well, anyway, uh, I'm just kind of welcoming you back to the show here, Mark. And our number here, 800-259-9231. Any uh, interesting stories from your trip that uh, you want to regale? That was my interesting story. Okay, very good. (laughs) Mile markers. (laughs) Hey, it's driving. (laughs) Well, if that's the worst that happened, then uh, it's a good thing. There's still snow on the ground in Pennsylvania. That's Mm -hmm. where it starts. Hmm, Okay. Yeah. Uh, So Fairbanks, I bet you there's some snow up there. Fairbanks, Could be. I don't Alaska. know. Alaska sounds cold, but uh, I hear that there's parts of it that are warmer than New Hampshire. Newsminer.com uh, reporting on something we talked about. And, and Mark, you've been out most of the week, so I don't know if you from, you're familiar with this. Let me bring you up to speed here. Uh, Schaefer Cox. Have you heard of him before? I know the name. Schaefer Cox is somebody who is kind of one of the uh, the faces of the sovereignty movement in Alaska. Yeah, I've heard the name. The group of people that likes to call themselves sovereign citizens, which, of course, I think is in kind of a, a misnomer or a, a contradiction or an oxymoron. How can you be uh, sovereign if you've turned over your allegiance to a government? Right. Citizen. The definition of citizen is that you have uh, pledged your allegiance to uh, to a government in return for an obligation of protection. Uh, so you are obligated to. But haha, the, the joke's on you. They're, they're, the, the, govern- the Supreme Court has ruled over and over again the government actually has no obligation to protect. Right. So there really is no such thing as a citizen. And so therefore, uh, you need to have a government in order to be a citizen. 
citizen and you have to have that agreement in order to be a citizen. So there's no way you could be a sovereign, which is to be a king. Being a sovereign means that you are the king or the queen of your own domain, that you rule over your own property, your own life, that no one is above you. That is what the sovereign is. And so to combine those two terms together is really kind of silly. And, and I heard it was conceptual here in the United States that we were uh, when they started it all out that each person would be a sort of a sovereign of their own domain. Domain that it was a, a country of kings. That was the idea. That yeah, was the because, idea because they were trying to escape from the one sovereign. So all right, well let's make everybody sovereign. That was the concept. Yeah, it was a great concept. Unfortunately, it didn't really end up playing out that way. Because they created a government. Uh, how can you have a bunch of sovereigns around when you have other people claiming to rule over them? Well, anyway, up in Orlando, or up in not Orlando, but uh, up in Alaska, where uh, people have been arrested now. Schaefer Cox and some of his associates have been arrested, and it was—it's interesting because we were talking about this guy earlier this week when somebody called in and was, you know, really touting uh, Schaefer Cox and his movement because they're armed up. He's got himself a militia, and they've got guns. Oh, big and, fat hairy deal! And they are—they've got more guns, and they've got cops, and more people in their militia than they've got cops. And you know, the 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 the, the scales are going to be tipped, and there's going to be some fighting. And they're going to be free. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of what the caller was suggesting. A couple earlier. dozen armed guys in Alaska are claims, going to be free. No, no, no. The guy claimed that they have three thousand people in their militia. Oh, please! I just cannot imagine three thousand American citizens saying, "Okay, we're ready to take up arms against the government." It seems pretty unbelievable to me as well. But you know, we we took a bit, we took his his word for it, right? You might as well build a scenario with the guy, right? Yeah, and uh, of course we spoke out against the uh, the idea of doing violence as uh, it's not going to work as a road to yeah. peace. I, I don't be- I don't believe <laughs> I don't believe it to be effective or a morally good idea. But then that very so again we had already discussed this guy earlier this week, and then on the tenth, so a couple days ago Thursday, this news comes out of Fairbanks where five people, including militia activist Schaefer Cox, were arrested on Thursday in the Fairbanks area for allegedly conspiring to kill multiple Alaska state troopers. And and a federal judge. The group had stockpiled weapons and conducted surveillance on the homes of two troopers, according to the Alaska State Troopers. Some of the weapons known to be in the cache are prohibited by state or federal law, according to them. In addition to Cox, those taken into custody are Lonnie and Karen Vernon of Salcha, Coleman Barney, and Michael Anderson, whose hometown is unclear. All were taken into custody without incident. So uh, clearly they weren't interested in making their stand They're going right to go then. out shooting. We're the yep. rootinest, tootinest, baddest militia folks in Alaska. The arrests were made by the Alaska State Troopers. Uh, they say that they were targeting a U.S. District Court Judge, Ralph Bestline, and uh, that this it, the individual, one of them, Lonnie Vernon, was indicted recently on the charge of threatening to kill this particular judge, the chief judge for the U.S. District Court in Alaska, in the fulfillment of his duties and is only the only member of the group facing federal charges. The five arrested are facing several state charges, including conspiracy to commit murder, conspiracy to commit kidnapping, conspiracy to commit arson and tampering with evidence, according to troopers. Now, I'm not a fan of the conspiracy charge. I think that it's kind of like a thought crime thing. But I think this is an instructive story because it shows where things tend to go when you have people agitating Violence. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah, the there's a a counter example is that um, there have been 
uh, many FBI infiltrations into the Quakers uh, and other peace groups. But I'm just going to use the Quakers uh, as an example because I are one. Mm-hmm. Um, they have never, as to, to my knowledge, never arrested a Quaker, never found out anything from these Quaker organizations. And that's because these people pretty much really do believe in peace. So right. when the FBI infiltrates the Quakers, they get bored out of their mind and they, they wander off. Well, they want to find somebody that's going to be doing violence or plotting violence. Right. So, um, you know, it, these the folks that are plotting violence, are, they're going to you know, they're going to snatch him up. They're going to hit him with a conspiracy charge. I agree with you. I don't think that uh, um, that it's right to go and give somebody a, a charge until they've actually committed a crime because, well, talking about a crime isn't a crime. Right. It shouldn't be a crime. Yeah, I think that's it's, you know, again, I don't think these people should be put in jail um, because they haven't actually done anything. But on the other hand, you know, pay attention. If you are one of these people, you're like I used to be because I used to be somebody who would really like I would have been excited by this five years ago. Yep. The the old me would have thought that Schaefer Cox and his group of people were doing the right thing and that, you know, violence is the solution and that these government people are aggressing against us. And and so they deserve whatever's coming to them, et cetera, et cetera. They can try my gun out of my cold, dead fingers. And somebody had quoted here and I'm going to try to find a quote from this uh, Schaefer Cox. And it was not easy for me here because it was it was in the comment section. I've kind of lost track of it at this point. That way I can actually read to you what this guy said in some instances in public about possibly killing these troops, uh, troopers in the night or killing judges and something like that in the night. And <laughs> rattling the saber is not the way to to peace. If what you want is a peaceful society in which to live where you don't have the government aggressing against people. Threatening violence and lowering yourself to their level is not going to achieve that. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. We'll tell you a little bit more about what's going on in Alaska here in a moment. And take your calls about anything. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site completely free. So enjoy those. The webcam is one of those features. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch. You can listen and interact because the chat room is built in to the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do all that. And do it for free. That's cam.freetalklive.com. Brought to you by Memory Dealers. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. They also have customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. They're a trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs in stock, ready to ship via overnight delivery. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right. So we're talking about a situation in Alaska involving uh, the so-called sovereign citizen movement, which I think is a contradiction in terms uh, because you, you you can't be a sovereign and a citizen at the same time. You're either a sovereign... And that is you're the king of your own domain or you're a citizen. You're someone who's given up your your part of your rights in order to be protected by the government. 
And uh, so what's happened is uh, some people have been arrested. Uh, they've been charged with conspiracy to commit murder, among uh, some other conspiracy-related charges. And I, again, I disagree with the concept of a conspiracy charge because there actually hasn't been a crime committed. It's essentially a thought crime. But on the other hand, I think it's instructive to point out what happens when you start rattling sabers about uh, taking out members of the government. Now, look, I am no fan of the government. <laughs> we talk out against the idea of the coercive, uh, violent monopoly here on this program on a nightly basis. However, on Free Talk Live, we advocate peaceful solutions to these problems. It's the government that uses violence. And and so while you can say to yourself, well, they're using violence, so it's justified for me to use violence back. Uh, that's not uh, that's not acceptable to me. At one time it was. At one time that was my rationale. But I've, I've moved beyond that uh, at this point because I realized that if I want to achieve peace in my lifetime, that has to be my means. Peace has to be the way. Uh, it, not just the end, the end goal. If you want to get to peace as the end, you have to it has to be your means. So, uh, so Schaefer Cox is the one of the primary folks that is involved in this. He is one of the more visible aspects of this Alaska sovereign citizen militia movement or whatever. I'm not sure what they call themselves, but they've got a lot of good things going for them. I think they've set up kind of like a, a porcupine 411 system where they have a, a similar system to what we have here in New Hampshire, where one of their activists can call a phone number and leave a, a voicemail message. And, and that is distributed to uh, multiple people that are up there, which I think is a great activist tool. But whenever you kind of build your movement around the idea of violence, then you're going to have problems. And now they've arrested five of the, the people that are involved. There are all kinds of charges that are being thrown out. Let me give you one example of a quote this guy said. Apparently, now this allegedly was said in a courtroom. Uh, we've got you, speaking to a, a state trooper, outmanned, outgunned, and we could probably have you all dead in one night. Now, to be fair, I don't have any of the context of that quote, right? I don't know what came before. I don't know what came after. But that's the kind of quote that even if you know even if you're not actually serious about killing someone saying stuff like that is going to arouse some suspicion and some attention, some very negative attention. Yeah, absolutely, it's going to arouse negative attention because it, these are, uh, you know, this is talking to the state troopers. These these guys are the highest law in their state, the way they see it. State, I, you know, I mean, state troopers consider themselves to sort of be above the old county mounties, as it were, mm-hmm. and uh, to be superior law enforcement officers. You're going up against guys, um, uh, you know, in their bailiwack, which is violence. I mean, that's that's uh, you know, state troopers have a a monopoly on violence. The, I guess law enforcement officers in general have a monopoly on violence. That's what government is. Mm-hmm. Government is an organization of people that have claimed for themselves a monopoly privilege of the use of force. The idea being that we as citizens have uh, have abdicated our, our ability to use violence to protect ourselves or whatever, and the government will use that in, in our stead. These cops are the are that arm. They are that strong fist. And you tell the strong fist, the guys, the guys that would be drawn to that job, hey, we're stronger than you are. That ain't going to go well. It's like going up to a bully down. and saying, hey, I can beat you up. Yep. I mean, you know, that's, that, that, that's really the end of it. Well, and maybe he was saying that to attempt to intimidate them into and leaving, it isn't gonna work. leaving them alone or something like that. But these people are fixing for a fight. These people are prepared for that kind of an eventuality. 
And uh, this just it's such the wrong approach. And this is what happens to people that choose this road, that choose the road of arming up and getting ready for the end and preparing to take out as many of them they bring as, the they, end. as they can. The, right, the, <laughs> the end will come. The end came. Right. And the, the, the funny part is, is that, you know, so many of these gun polishing types, you know, they got their gun ready. It's oiled and ready to go. And I'm ready for the time when these when these uh, government usurpers come to take out, take me and my family out and I'm going to get them. They go quietly. The same as the ones who was it Pennsylvania or Ohio that went out uh, six months ago. These were, as you mentioned, these people were arrested without incident. Yep. Arrested without incident. I'm not saying that I want an incident. No. I don't want an incident. I'm just saying that, look, you know, these are the people talking big and now, you know, pfft. So 1-800-259-9231 is uh, the number here. There's a little bit more from the newsminer.com reporting on this. Uh, Schaefer Cox, age 26, has had run-ins with the state legal system before. A Fairbanks judge issued a warrant for his arrest who had claimed to be the leader of a militia after he failed to attend his own February 14th trial for misdemeanor weapons misconduct charge last month. Cox had been charged, get this, with failing to disclose his possession of a concealed handgun in a presence of a police officer. How about that for a stupid law? Uh, in Alaska? In Alaska. I was under the impression that Alaska had what they call constitutional carry. That's what I thought, too. Meaning that uh, you could carry, a, like, apparently you can. You have the right to keep and bear arms. You do, for real. but you have to tell them that you have yeah. one. Well, then you don't have the right, you know? <laughs> I mean, you have a, according to them, if you have a concealed weapon in Alaska, you don't need a permit to have it. But if you come within, you know, a certain number of feet of a police officer, you have to inform them. So that you're, you're telling me the, un- the undercover cops have to tell me when they step? Um, you oh know, no, no, no! You're not a cop, right? Right. But which just goes to show who, who does the government think is more important? Mm-hmm. Obviously, this this is not a government of my peers. So now he faces an additional charge for a failing to appear at his trial. Cox has used his case to challenge the authority of the Alaska court system, calling himself a sovereign citizen and claiming the court is a for-profit corporation with no authority over him. In a lengthy courtroom speech last year, Cox said he does not intend to cooperate with the court system, but he sees himself as a peacemaker between his supporters and the government. I don't see how you can be a peacemaker if you are the leader of a militia. It seems to be contradictory. You know, I, I think you can have a peaceful militia, but it's a tough thing to sell. You know, it's like it's like the pedophile saying, yeah, I like kids. I just don't touch them in their private parts. But I'm a pedophile. Right. I mean, you. why in the world would you claim that? I, it of, doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you claim to be a militia if you're going to be peaceful? Members of the movement do not believe U.S. laws apply to them and sometimes make their own license plates or create their own legal trials. According to the FBI, a group of Fairbanks residents recently conducted their own trial of Cox at Denny's Restaurant. Cox has previously <laughs> appeared as a public figure, as a gun rights activist and a legislative candidate and unsuccessfully challenged uh, Republican rep- representative in 2008. He is a leader of the Alaska Peacemakers Militia and the Second Amendment Task Force. He's helped organize multiple gun rights and personal freedoms rallies, including the 2009 Freedom Fest, etc. Here, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. The government is violent, and they are scary, but threatening the government in return with your own violence is only going to lead you into a jail cell, and it's not going to achieve liberty in our lifetime. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You're welcome to share your thoughts on this or bring up anything you want. This is Free Talk Live. How does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? 
This cruise isn't just a convention on the water. It's an unconference where the event is what you make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf, and much more. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November 2011. But you need to reserve your berth now. They're as low as $535, double occupancy. Go to cruise.freetalklive.com. Do it today. Cruise.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And coming up tonight... We have got some giveaways uh, to do, three of them, as a matter of fact. Hopefully, we'll be able to fit all three of them in. Uh, We're going to do three giveaways of two tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring, which is this huge race that's going to be happening in uh, the middle of Florida. And we'll tell you more about that when we do the giveaway, so stay tuned for your chance to win those uh, coming up here tonight. All right, our number, 800-259-9231. Also want to make sure you know about our mobile site. If you've got a smartphone, you can punch up m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our live streams and uh, to get access to the podcast as well. It's all free over at m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. So how does a cruise to Bermuda sound? How about a cruise to Bermuda with Stefan Molyneux, Wes Bertrand of Complete Liberty, and me? This cruise isn't just a convention on the water, although there's certainly going to be some speeches and, and a debate. But it's it's an unconference where the event's what you want to make of it. The boat has an ice skating rink, rock climbing wall, miniature golf. Uh, I think there's a golf simulator. Uh, there's all kinds of shore excursions and a bunch to do. The ship leaves Bayonne, New Jersey in November. But as I understand it, there's one berth left, um, and you can get it if you go to cruise.freetalklive.com. It's cruise.freetalklive.com. If the room that you're looking that on the website isn't the one you're looking for, you can actually swap it out for any of the other types of rooms on the ship. Cruise.freetalklive.com. All right. So we're talking about an example of how not to achieve liberty in your lifetime. If you're like Mark and myself, then uh, you believe that the ideas of individual liberty and personal responsibility are really, really important. And, you know, Mark, you and I, we've, we've dedicated our professional careers to helping uh, kind of expand this, uh, the purview of these ideas, help people discover these concepts uh, and bring people to the ideas of liberty. We've, uh, you and I have made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project in order to get active uh, with others who believe like we do to achieve liberty in our lifetime. And fortunately, so far up here, uh, everybody I know is a very peaceful individual. They met, Some of them own guns, and they like guns, and they're into guns. But right, well, guns they, are bad. They're not out talking about killing people. They're you know using them for a hobby and, and training with them for the purposes of you know being, being proficient uh, to defend their families from regular aggressors, not the government. Um, and so the people around here are very peaceful. In fact, over at my web, uh, one of my websites, freekeen.com, the tagline is peaceful evolution. And one of the things we won't tolerate there are people coming on and agitating for violence. And if somebody ever does that, they don't live around here. It's usually somebody who's coming in from somewhere else on the Internet to post some sort of anonymous comment uh, to try to you know, stir up some sort of violent agitation. And it's entirely inappropriate. It is not the direction that I would like to go. And not only is it the direction I don't want to go because it's wrong, I think it's morally wrong to, uh, to use violence as a solution, but it's also impractical as well because you'll end up 
getting yourself killed or imprisoned for a very long time. These government people are prepared for this. This is what they train for. They are ready for people to use violence on them. This is one of the things that excites the police, the, uh, you know, the chance that somebody that they're after will, will get violent and give them the excuse to be violent in return, to you know, legally essentially kill someone. And here we've seen now in uh, the Fairbanks, Alaska area, there's a group of people that uh, call themselves a militia, and they've been doing things like kind of rattling the saber. Uh, one of the examples from another story where they're talking about how much, uh, how much bail these guys have, millions of dollars in bail on charges of conspiracy to commit murder against uh, government agents. One of the things they've done, these individuals that have been arrested – is that uh, they reportedly made wanted dead or alive posters with the faces of a commander of the trooper detachment based in Fairbanks, uh, Trooper Lieutenant Ron Wall, a superior court judge, assistant district attorney, and a Fairbanks state court administrator. I don't know what they... Just not going to go anywhere doing that. Yeah, I don't know what they did with those uh, posters, but my point being that... That's yet another piece of evidence in addition to some of the quotes that they've made, in addition to the fact that they are a militia, uh, that, you know, that they're These just folks kind are of, itching for a fight. Right. They're living into this violent world. There was another militia uh, guy and I guess his son that were going around doing a, a, speaking, a speaking tour mm-hmm. uh, with, to other you know, sort of uh, sovereign citizen groups that I guess they smoked a couple of cops on the side of the road. And I've seen that video. I was it in Oklahoma? I don't know. I, you know, I mean, these they're, they're not doing anything for themselves or for the, the ideas of liberty. Yeah. Did that set people free killing those two? Yeah, cops? How many how much freer am I today because a couple of cops got killed on the side of the road? I, I don't feel like I am. Fact is, uh, police and these judges, they're, they're human beings. They have families. They have feelings. Um, they may be wrong in what they're doing, but doing the things that they do, that is using violence, isn't the way to achieve our ideas. Let's talk to Matt in Illinois. Matt, you're on Free Talk Live on the Amp line. So hello there. Good evening, Mark and Ian. Hey. Um, you're talking about Schaefer Cox, and he was at the Continental Congress in 2009 in November down by where I live. Okay. Now, the Continental Congress and, was a group of people from around the country that came together to uh, write up some resolutions about things that they thought the federal government should uh, should change, right, for more freedom? Right. Um, and Michael Bednarik was the president, was the acting president at that uh, occasion. And uh, Schaefer Cox got up and gave a couple of um, gave a couple of uh, rather rousing uh, speeches. And I've seen video of this guy. This is one of the guys that was arrested in Fairbanks on these conspiracy charges. One of the, the more visible members of this group. I've seen videos of him on the internet, and he's he's a very intelligent young man and a good uh, good public speaker. And I think I liked a lot of the things he had to say. I just think that he's gone down that violence road, and uh, he believes that violence could be a solution to this. And I think that's a real problem. Well, I'll tell you the the the, the problem I find with uh, arresting people for uh, you know these these kind of conspiracy charges and things like that is i was in this place at one point in my life too being I was, angry yeah i was angry with uh with the government with how large it had grown with the injustices that i would see on a regular basis in the news that i'd watch unfold before me uh for instance the new london connecticut case where they took the the homes away from i think it was a hundred and hundred and something homes away from people in a neighborhood that had been there for more than a hundred years so that pfizer could build a uh, an office park there i was you know upset when the We the 
the People Organization's uh, Supreme Court case was just kicked back without a ruling at all that had to do with the First Amendment and the uh, right of redress of grievances. The Supreme Court didn't even want to hear it. This was a you know an important issue, and they didn't want to hear it. Well, I got a- very very frustrated, and. You know, I may have at the time, you know, I considered the ideas that the fact is we had a revolutionary war once we could have another one again. So See, what were your experiences? What were uh, more of your experiences with this guy? Because you were there. Well, yeah, you kind of said what I was, was going to say. He, he's he's a good public speaker and he's, he's intelligent. And, and you know, I, I liked him personally. But there was a bunch of people that were trying to kind of, you know, tell him, tone down the. Tone down the violent rhetoric. I mean, just about everybody was trying to say, you know, you look, you're 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 agitating too much. Your 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 rhetoric is is too violent. So, um, you know, I can understand how he's gotten himself in, in trouble, but I really don't think that he's. He's committed any crime. I don't think he's actually hurt anybody. Yet. No, no, I, gr- I agree with you. He's, again, they're being charged with conspiracy to commit murder and conspiracy to do this and that. And, and I, I, I agree that those aren't real crimes. Uh, but on the other hand, it doesn't surprise me that this happened to this guy because of the things that he's been saying and, and doing. Right, right. So, yeah, I can, I can see where, um, and, and I think a lot of people could at, 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 uh, at that event. Where you know he was getting just a little bit too, um, you know, his rhetoric was too violent. Thanks for sharing so that I, tonight, that's about Matt. All I had to say. I appreciate hearing from you, and uh, thanks for the call tonight at one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind, your thoughts on violence as a solution to violence. I, I'm sorry, I just it just doesn't work. Violence has been the history. It just trading violence between different groups has kind of been the history of uh, of man and, and power seekers. I mean, you, you use violence to take people out of uh, political office, and then you end up with more violent people in political office after that. I mean, it's just a vicious cycle of violence, and somebody has to break it. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. The live Saturday edition. We are here to take your calls about anything you want. 800-259-9231 is the number. That's the call-in line number. The contest line number is different. We'll tell you that when the time is right to give you the 12 hours of Sebring tickets that will be coming up here shortly. So stay tuned for those. Again, our number call-ins, 800-259-9231. We're talking about uh, violence and how it is not a solution uh, to achieving liberty in our lifetime, which I think is something we would like to do, Mark, is uh, to get to as much freedom as we possibly can over Indeed. our short lives. I think it's interesting that the Jared Loeffner case is going on uh, starting up today. Jared, Oh, that's uh, the guy that, this week, I mean. that's the killer from Phoenix. Was it Tucson? Tucson. Tucson. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly interested in hearing more about that as, uh, as that develops. Cause that guy is crazy. Seems that way. Yeah. Well, remember we read his uh, yep. YouTube yep. videos on Rambling, the Rambling, nutty things that he was talking about. Yeah, I'd say that, like, I'm not a clinical psychologist or a psychiatrist, but uh, I think I can diagnose him as uh, officially nuts just <laughs> by reading his writings or attempting to read his uh, incoherent ramblings. Anyway, so uh, 800-259-9231 is the number here. Of course, you can bring up absolutely whatever you want. And don't forget to join us at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It is the biggest liberty-oriented, uh, liberty-oriented event of 2011 and it's happening this June 20th through the 26th. Are you going to be there? Well, we will. Free Talk Live is going to be broadcasting live, and hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people will be in attendance at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. The Free State Project is putting it on at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. It's a spectacular view. The location is awesome. The weather, you know, it's right in the summertime, and it's just it's nice during the day, and during the night it, c- it cools down because we're in New Hampshire. So it's, it's just a great time. And the yeah. reason, the real reason to go is to be around other people who love freedom people who understand what it means to be free that in order to be free you have to allow others to also have freedom as well and that they're willing to work towards that they're willing to in many cases move their lives and their families up here to new hampshire uh, but again the porcupine freedom festival isn't just for people in new hampshire it's for people all over the place to come tour new hampshire to come see new hampshire and to meet the people that are here already as part of the free state project mark you and i moved over four years ago as early movers to the free state project technically if you were to move tomorrow you'd be an early mover as well we're still early on in this uh, this project over 10,400 people have signed up to be part of the free state project excuse me i think it's 10,700 10, now seven, yeah i just crossed the 7 10,700 mark recently uh so over 10,000 people signed up Hundreds have uh, have already made the move, and hundreds of those thousands will be at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. And there'll be all kinds of things going on from live uh, from live performances, uh, musical performances, agorism in action, family fun, all kinds of outdoorsy camping stuff. It's going to be a blast. Go to porkfest.com to get registered. Use our coupon code to save twenty percent. Our coupon code is Free Talk Live without any spaces. So just run all the words together. Free Talk Live to save twenty percent on your early bird registration at porkfest.com. P O R C F-E-S-T dot com. It's also, Porkfest.com is also where you can buy your ticket to Buzz's bigger gay dance party, which is going to be happening this year at uh, the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did miss it last year, and I'm so <laughs> sorry uh, that I did. So we're going to be there, and we'll see you there at Porkfest.com. As we continue here, we'll take your phone calls about anything you want. Let's talk to Tom listening in Charleston, West Virginia, to WVTS. Hello, Tom. Tom? Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Tom? Okay, um, been spending quite a bit of time in the uh, in the Christian chat, hmm. and um, I, I I'm not going to uh, I'm not about uh, out to bash anybody's uh, uh, Christians or or any religions or anything like that, but there's an element, as you guys already know, I'm sure, uh, within these. Uh, United States fundamentalist, right-wing, conservative, evangelical Christians that are just, by God, government and everything they do and uh, kill everybody and uh, military, you know, all that stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me that uh, that uh, you know I mean, Christianity is a is a religion based on peace. For the first thousand years of uh, of Christianity, um, it was really very centered around the ideas of peace, and they wouldn't these folks wouldn't fight, wouldn't be in the military. Um, there has always been a peace contingent, but at some point or another, this religion that was in fact a protest religion against the Roman government. Uh, you know, early on turned into the powers that be. The powers that be must keep their power through violence. They can't keep it through, uh, you know, convincing people. Otherwise, it wouldn't be power anymore. Mm. So it's it's very interesting to me to see these folks that uh, you know that uh, that, that talk about talk about uh, Jesus and the the Prince of Peace while advocating for the killing of other people and other nations. Well, yeah. They're just as crazy, really, as the people. I mean, if you want to look at the other side, like the left-wing, uh, the left-wing wackos. I mean, I'm sure there's just as many of them, and they're just as much for uh, whatever sort of government stuff or uh, save the earth, uh, whatever it is. Right. Well, right. They all accept violence as right. their their premise that it's okay to use violence to achieve whatever their ends are. So many of these people, like for instance, you'll see the Obama stickers with the peace symbol as the O. I find that very interesting. You know, this, they give the the peace prize uh, to this guy who is now the commander and the chief of the greatest uh, military the world has ever seen. Militaries kill people and break things. That's what their definition is. They'll even tell you. You know, the T-shirts say the same thing. Um, that's what it's all about, and it, it amazes me that people that can advocate for peace will advocate for this man, uh, you know, Barack Obama. They'll compare him to Martin Luther King Jr., who said that, that you know peace is the way. It's an insult. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hey, hey, hey. hearing from you, Tom, at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's talk to Mike listening in Land O'Lakes uh, w- to WFLA in Florida. Hello, Mike. Good good evening. Hey, Mike. Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Well, the show seems to be emphasizing nonviolence. I've only heard you maybe 10 or 15 times during the last uh, couple of years. But I was wondering, uh, has somebody contacted your show or the Free State Project and said tone down the violence and that's why you're emphasizing nonviolence? Uh, no, no. The, the fact is, um, you know, early on when we did this show, we actually would say things like, yeah, you pry my gun from my cold dead fingers and God guts and guns, you know, that kind of, uh, uh, you know, rhetoric. And uh, over the years, it's changed. And I think that it's changed based largely on hope. Um, when I lived in Florida, I saw no hope for liberty. I saw a government that was going to grow larger and larger. I saw Republicans and Democrats both that advocated for a larger, uh, more intrusive government. If uh, if it wasn't the Democrats trying to take your money, is the Republicans trying to throw you in jail? And I didn't I didn't see any hope for more freedom living in Florida. I picked up, I moved my life to New Hampshire, and I saw a whole bunch of people that believe like I do. And I've seen quantifiable changes within and out, inside and outside of the, uh, the, the, the political process here in New Hampshire. I don't, you, you don't need violence in order to get what, what we want. Okay, in regards to the show, though, is it uh, been advertisers or something that is... No. Uh, the answer is no. I mean, no, no advertiser, no government agent, no, no, nobody has ever said what we've never listened to. I mean, certainly people have said we'd like you to talk about this or that or the other thing. Um, but, uh, you know, no, this is not a show where we're going to this is not a show where we're BSing you, dude. I mean, we, we say what oh, we I believe know. on this program. 
I know you do. I know you do. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, you, no you, one has influenced us with money or, or you know, the threat of pulling money or anything like that uh, in order to get us to take this position. I firmly believe that peace is the only way to peace, and I didn't used to believe that. That's what I, we said earlier in the hour. I did not used to think this way. So for me, it has been a, a, a natural progression that over the years that I have left those ideas behind because, well, you're not the same person you were 10 years ago, right? No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I appreciate that. I just didn't. I just didn't want uh, uh, some kind of influence, whether it be government advertisers or anything uh, controlling the content of your program. Hey, I appreciate it. Please hold us responsible anytime you feel that uh, there might be something untoward going on. But uh, do know that here on Free Talk Live, I c- I simply can't do the show where I'm faking it. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And maybe there are those people in our industry. There's got to be, right? I mean, there was this new, I actually had a news story. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk too much about it, but about the, uh, the, the morning shows in this, uh, I guess, around the country that are using fake phone callers. They actually have actors calling in and you know making up stories to generate uh, ratings, basically, to generate other phone calls. Yeah. And, and you know they're scamming people, basically. I, you I think so? Be, I don't I, feel like that that's that big of a deal. I mean... Uh, as far as having callers uh, call in, scripted callers call in or something I think, like that. I think that's a big deal. We've never done it's it a, on this show, and I would never stand for it. Right. I understand. But on this show, we talk about integrity. On other shows, they may not do that. <laughs> right? So, I mean, other shows are shows. They're hold there that, for entertainment. Hold that thought. We've got to do a two, a two pair, a pair, not two pair, but a pair of tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. It's a huge race that happens in the center of Florida. It goes spans several days. The main race is on Saturday, this coming yep. Saturday, the 19th, I believe it is. Yep. It's a Le Mans race. And and if you call in right now, we'll give it to uh, caller number five at 603-435-1105. It's a huge racing party thing. And, Mark, you've been to it. It's just crazy. It's awesome. uh, so 603-435-1105. Call in. You will win if you're caller number five. You get a two, uh, you'll get two tickets, super passes, to the 12 Hours of Sebring. And if you don't win, we got two more pair to do uh, coming up later on tonight. So 603-435-1105. Hour two is next. It's Free Talk Live. Annual Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring presented by Fresh from Florida is coming March 19th. See Porsche, Corvette, Ferrari, Jaguar, BMW, Mazda, Acura, Audi, and many other world-class racing teams battle in America's toughest road race as Sebring hosts the first race of the Intercontinental Mazda Cup in 2011. Gates open Wednesday, March 16th. Order your tickets today by calling 800-626-RACE or visit SeberingRaceway.com. See the cars and stars in the American Le Mans series, driver autograph sessions, vintage race cars, and visit the Party Zone, featuring a Spring Break Bikini Contest. Up and Coming Man, Selby, Jumpman, Alluvion, Selena Jordan, and DJ Scotty B. Presented by GoMobileWeb.com. Four days of family fun at Sebring and children's club and under admitted free. Get all the info at SeberingRaceway.com. The 59th Annual Mobile One, 12 Hours of Sebring. Presented by Fresh from Florida. March 19th is the date. Sebring is the place. Order your tickets at SeberingRaceway.com. Brought to you in part by Budweiser, Jaguar, and Michelin. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free as we launch here into the second hour of the program. You can bring up anything that's on your mind. It's the live Saturday edition. And joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. we got more giveaways to do as well. The 12 Hours of Sebring is happening next weekend. We've got two more pair of tickets uh, to give away tonight. So stay tuned for your chance to win those. 
uh, 1-800-259-9231. We continue here uh, taking your phone calls about whatever is on your mind. Joe is listening somewhere in Florida to WFLA. Hello, Joe. Joe in Florida. Going once. Joe in Florida. Going twice. Let's try instead. Roy listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Roy. Do we have Roy? We are just batting a thousand here What's tonight. What's going on? <laughs> Roy going once. Roy going twice. All right, let's try Johnson in Connecticut. Johnson, you're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Lines. Hello there. Well, I want to talk about Florida, so maybe that'll help. All right. Um, actually, this is probably when Mark was there that this happened. I want to talk about Stephen King. Actually, I've got updates on two celebrities, but particularly I want to focus on Stephen King. Let's um, dish. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a celebrity thing, right? Okay. Like, let's dish yeah. celebrities, Hollywood dish, that kind of thing. Anyway, go ahead. Well, recently Stephen King went, uh, you know, went and, and hosted, or he was a speaker at a rally at a rally in uh, in Sarasota, and um, he was basically rallying against Governor Rick Scott, and. Okay. Um, he, during this speech, you know, he goes on to say, you know, and I'm rich, thank God I came from a poor household, and goes on to ask why rich people only pay 28% in tax and why they don't pay 50 well, for one, um, I'd like to point out that, uh, that that's, not, that's a federal income tax, and Rick Scott wouldn't have anything to do with that. Right. It's just it was an, his overall theme yeah. of things. Sure. He had more Tax me more. Right. Well, I, I tell you what, the government will will take your money if you want to give it to them. That's I don't true. know why you have to advocate for the government taking other people's money. The idea that you can uh, that that you're generous by suggesting that the government take money from other people in order to do the things that you want is absolutely patently ludicrous. I mean, yeah, <laughs> why can't exactly. I be generous? I'd, to- I'd like to say, I'd like to. Uh, I, I guess I'd like to publish an open message to Stephen King. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, really? you know, I mean, the, the idea that I mean, this it's so silly. If he wants to if he wants to give more money to the government, he can. Now, he knows as well as anybody that the government is a very poor, inefficient organization Does he? to How handle that. How could he possibly believe otherwise? No, he Otherwise, he'd be people, giving, minute, Mark, he wouldn't give any money to charity then. But wait a minute, Mark. He'd give it to the government. But some people believe that the government is the only organization who can handle certain no, things of people, a certain size. No, no. People believe that the government is the only organization that can stick a gun in someone else's face and take money Mark, from them. So in therefore, the same speech, in the same speech, Stephen King was promoting the railroad. The new railroad that they're going to build in Florida, he, he was advocating for that. Wait, are they back on another speed train thing in Florida? Is that happening again now? Yep. Oh, God. It's <laughs> Orlando back again. and uh, Tampa. Oh, geez. It, come, it came, it came around he, after another decade. Yeah, and he was, he was openly promoting that. Well, Stephen King, just uh, anyway. so you know, uh, is originally from Maine, right? A lot of his books happen in Maine, and Bangor, I believe, is the area in which he's from or slash lives. He actually owns a I've couple of... Met him. Oh, okay. I well, met him in Florida. He he actually also owns a house in Florida, and I, yes, I met yeah, him there. On Bird at, Key. Uh, Casey Key. Oh, Casey yeah. Key? Okay. Yeah, which I think is even more wealthy than Bird Key. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, he actually owns a couple of radio stations in Bangor, Maine, which are progressive talk uh, radio stations. So it should give ah. you some idea of his political philosophy. Yeah. Well, the other, uh, speaking of uh, celebrities with political philosophies, <laughs> Charlie Sheen's home was raided uh, really? today. On suspicion that he owned a uh, that he owned firearms, mm-hmm. 
So they raided his home because that would be in violation of some sort of uh, probation agreement mm. uh, that he has firearms. And apparently um, they did find a rifle and bullets. Oh boy. He's screwed now. Um, it's an 1800s era rifle. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Well, maybe he'll be exempt. Mark, didn't you yeah, say it, you could own one of yeah, those? It's, it's actually not a firearm. Um, it's uh, eight, If it's made after 1890, before 1898, it's not a firearm. I'm pretty sure it is, because they said 1800s era, very antique, and probably, you know, musket shot or something like that. So, But, of course, all the news sources are saying, Charlie Sheen had rifle and bullets, and how his home was raided. Can they, they actually call a, they um, can they call a musket they ball a bullet? I mean, is that fair? No, <laughs> it's not a bullet. I don't think it is a bullet. Thanks, uh, Johnson, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. We're going to try Joe again. I think he's back uh, in Florida. Joe, uh, listening to WFLA somewhere in Florida. Hello there. Hey, guys. I love your show. Hey, welcome to the program. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, I was calling in about the uh, the group in Alaska you were talking about, the, uh, what do you call them, sovereign citizens? Well, that's what they call themselves. I think it's a contradiction in terms, uh, but they were, uh, a number of them were arrested earlier, I guess later on this week, uh, for agitating uh, toward violence uh, toward the, uh, the government people there. Well, uh, I describe myself as an anarchist with libertarian leanings. Okay. And that... And that libertarian leanings uh, is the uh, that I have to concede that there is one reason we need government, and that is because there are so many people that don't know how to behave themselves. Well, most and, are most of them politicians. <laughs> certainly, many of them. But, uh, <laughs> well, wouldn't that be a statist leaning then in that case? Because I mean, the, the old definition of libertarian was somebody that didn't agree with uh, aggression uh, using. Uh, the, you know, aggression against peaceful people to get get their way. Well, I understand that I believe, libertarian nowadays yeah, means more like conservative yeah, this, light, this but is actually you know a sort of a libertarian um, you know position uh, because you know libertarians will generally leave leave alone the ideas of cops, courts, and causeways or roads. Uh, cops, courts, and, and roads are the kind of things that li- libertarians are generally not touched because either they consider them too hot button of an issue or to be something that the government has to handle. And I don't know what. What the world may look like far into the future where, um, you know, they may they may solve most of the issues as far as, uh, you know, people using violence to solve problems among themselves. And there may very well be some voluntary solutions in that direction. I'm not going to say that that's not possible. I think today that there could be some things to increase the efficiency of the judicial system because i think that it's really run amok and i think the first step that one could take is to legalize drugs and allow people who you know people who want to use mind-altering substances that aren't legal to go ahead and do so instead of the ones that are legal like alcohol tobacco caffeine things like that clearly uh you're kind of getting me off track here but uh agreed on all those points but uh basically the freedom that these people are seeking by doing away with Law enforcement uh, is can, can only be replaced by personal responsibility, mm-hmm. which includes the responsibility to not kill people, even if they're cops. So we we really need to to address an issue of personal responsibility before we can, unfortunately, uh, do away with the judicial system. Uh, I think that w- I agree with you. I think one of the things about sort of uh, this this idea that humans don't have enough responsibility to be able to handle freedom kind of rests um, on the people that advocate for the system itself um, as it exists. When you say 
well, uh, we have to have people that you know that that force that, that we have to uh, you know fund police organizations at the point of a gun or the threat of a gun, a threat of violence uh, through taxes and things like that because people will are liable to we have to steal money to fund this organization because people are liable to steal from each other aren't we teaching our kids that stealing's okay as long as you uh, have a good enough reason mm, i i don't know if i'd agree with that but uh, well, isn't that what you said i mean it, wouldn't you agree that funding um, you, you pick your favorite government program that funding it through taxation is theft through taxation yes okay uh, that should so far, uh, it seems to me that what you're saying is is that uh, government agency X needs to exist because people are too dangerous to rule themselves. So therefore, um, that agency likely would be funded through taxation. Otherwise, it wouldn't really fit the definition of government as it exists today. Wouldn't is is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I, I believe the point that I was making is that this is kind of a contradiction. In fact, maybe that's where they've taken on the, the name citizens in their label <laughs> is because they are absolving themselves of the responsibility to not kill people. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I generally agree with where he's coming from. More yeah. on the way. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, and bring up whatever you'd like, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got features. We give them to you for free. The bulletin board system is one of those. You can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. It's our message board, basically, and it's totally free, bbs.freetalklive.com. Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. LibertyStickers.com. Also, Liberty Stickers will uh, make small run bumper stickers for you and maybe your business, church, band, whatever you have, uh, they can make one. They can make them for you. They have a sort of revolutionary process. They don't have to set dies or anything like that. They can make a dozen of them if that's what you'd like, and they can do it incredibly cheaply. LibertyStickers.com. Let's continue taking your phone calls about what you want. We'll talk to John listening in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Hello, John. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, John. What's on your mind tonight? uh, uh, Well, for this call to work out, Okay, and I mean this in the nicest way. Both of you are going to have to back away from the pipe a minute and realize that this is a nation of laws. No, it's not. It's really not a democracy. It's a constitutional republic. Okay. I agree with you on the income tax. It's an indirect tax. And the federal government over the last uh, 70, 80 years has overreached themselves to a point to make it a totalitarian system. I agree with you 100%. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, on those issues alone, 
However, we are a nation of borders. We have our own set culture, and what sets us apart that culture? from every other... Well, our culture is patriotic Americanism. We have patriotic a language. Patriotic Americanism. That's so, right. That's so exactly if I'm not a patriotic American, then I'm not part of the then nation? Then go to an island, start a little tribe somewhere, and, and, and bring all the little anarchists with you and start your own little thing. But, but this is you the way didn't this start this. So how, you didn't start this. How do you have the right to kick people off? What do you mean? I didn't start. You this. didn't I do follow it. it every you're, day. you're suggesting I, I wake up every day and respect the policemen that that patrol these streets. You know, everybody hates. You the know, cops, those policemen so are the ones one. that'll. The, the, those policemen are the same ones that'll come and confiscate your guns if the if the law says to. Will you respect them then? Well, good. That's what the law is there for. Not an but idiot. Th- they won't do it. Law. They won't do it to the politicians. They won't do it to themselves. They won't do it to them fam- their families. Don't fool yourself that this is a nation of laws. This is a nation of this men. This is a nation of laws. It is You're not. Taking a few you, instances. Don't, that have you with you bad see, cops. once you have okay. those few instances, and you know they happen time and again, right? Just because you don't have you don't catch the cops on video doing it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. Um, okay. But once you have those few instances, you no longer have this quote unquote nation of laws. You know as well as I do that cops roll through stop signs and they don't give themselves tickets. Cops see other cops speeding, they don't give them tickets. Cops catch mm-hmm. uh, politicians speeding, they don't give them tickets. Cops brush it under the, 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 the rug when they catch politicians doing crimes. You know these things happen. You also mentioned a moment well, sure. ago that there are... Uh, the- you know what? I, I agree with you 100%. It happens. It happens every day. Every 26.2 seconds it happens. Yep. If you really want to just narrow it down. But you know what? The overall good, when I've got my four kids sleeping in bed at night, okay, and somebody comes into my house, which has happened, and that cop shows up and he blasts that criminal right in the face with that a happened? pistol. He's doing his job, yes. So, like a guy came he in your there. house and a cop I can't came talk in. Shot. About what stop sign he rolled through. The man came to my house and saved mine and my family's life. Absolutely, that's awesome, dude. It's awesome, but I mean, you the like people. All good is what matters. But well, it may be right. Like I don't know because how many you can't see. It's the unseen, right? Like how many guns have been confiscated and how many people have chosen not to purchase a firearm to protect themselves and their families and have as a result been robbed or killed or raped or whatever. You'll never know. Like, what happened to you is what happened. But what didn't happen, you'll never be able to quantify. There are 20,000 gun laws in this nation where there's, um, where the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed yeah, that these cops do that. enforce, right? We are changing that. Okay. What do you mean you're changing yeah, that? Yeah, it's happening. That's we're right. changing it. The overall public, uh, we're, we're, we're waking up, okay? We're seeing, like I told you from the very beginning, the government has overreached itself. I think that everybody should be able to have a weapon. However, if you've been to prison and you've killed somebody, no insult to um, Mark. Mark, okay? I have. It's just my opinion, one of many, okay, that it probably isn't the best idea to give that person the right to have another handgun or weapon. I, well, I understand. I understand why people choose to go that direction, and let's talk about that particular issue. It's easy to it's easy to you know, you know nail down. I understand mm-hmm. why people say, "Well, let's not give violent criminals, especially murderers, the right to bear arms when they get out." If that person right. is that dangerous, why the heck did the government let them out in the first place? Secondly, if that person turns themselves around, and I'd like to think that this is the kind of nation where one uh, where where they have enough mercy that well, you can go ahead and do that, um, that you can get. 
you can have your life back. You've got a wife and kid now, Mark. Yeah, I got a wife and kid. I live on 11 acres in a town that doesn't have a cop. Mm-hmm. Who's who's going to come and shoot the criminal in the face when they come into my house? The response time uh, out there can be 20 minutes. Yes, and I agree. Uh, listen to me. What I'm trying well, to no, tell no, you wait, is, wait, wait. You're, you're dodging. <laughs> Let's talk about my wife getting Nothing's raped perfect. by some criminal, the only dude. The thing that ever walked the earth was Jesus, and he's he's gone. Okay, right. Everything else has been downhill from here. But we have to do what we can do. It's what separates us from Venezuela. Okay, so you're so saying you're saying my wife. You're saying that my wife is. Oh, it's okay if she gets raped because other people could be hurt if it was legal for murderers to have weapons after they had been released from prison. Is that what you're saying? Well, that all depends. I mean, Mark, you, you've probably turned your life around. You're probably a productive citizen. Yeah. You're, you've got your own thoughts and minds. But what about the Jeffrey Dahmers out there? That this is this is their life. Is okay, wait a second. How many how many gun laws are stopping how many gun laws are stopping criminals from getting guns? Uh, you know what? Zero. None. You know it, man. None. Quit advocating for tyranny. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing it. from you. 800 You've got to have tyranny, right? Because the gun laws are ineffective in stopping, in stopping criminals from getting guns, but you have to have these things that stop people that are trying to live their life right yeah. and, and allow them What's to protect the image, their families. Mark? We can't just have the image yeah. of people who've gotten out of jail being allowed to turn their lives around and protect their families. So, you know, Mark, your wife should have known this when she married you. Yeah, and that's she, really that's what it should, comes down to. She should have she she known better than to marry some guy with a checkered past, even though we have what? What is it? A million people in prison in the United States now. I mean, oh, I think it's more than that. And, and how many have gotten out at this point? I mean, these people are becoming a real voting block. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the number here, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's just so sad to hear this guy, on one hand, say he believes that it's become tyranny over it's, the last 70 years. It's freedom years. for him and his. Well, it's, it's just sad to hear somebody say that, uh, you know, they, that he believes it's become tyranny, but at the same time that it's a nation of laws. Well, wait a minute. If it were a nation of laws, wouldn't all these lawmakers and the people that are instituting the tyranny that he believes is, is in effect be following the laws? I mean, are they following the laws or are they not? Because if they were following the laws and, like, respecting people's rights, then we wouldn't have tyranny, would we? Are you following me? Yeah, it it doesn't make any sense. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, Luckily, we still have the ability to speak, and we will allow you to do so here in moments. You may dial in and bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. Take control of these airwaves. This is the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want. Just dial in toll-free, 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com, and joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Speaking of our features on our website, we've got archives, a whole bunch of them, going all the way back to late 2006. So if you've missed a moment of the program, all you have to do is click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. And then if you click into the archive section, 
That'll take you all the way back to late 06, all of it free, thanks to HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They've got more than 4,500 templates from which to choose. Whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, you'll get 99.9% uptime guarantee, a 24-7 technical support, 45-day money-back guarantee. And if you use the portal that we've created, hostgator.freetalklive.com, you'll get your first month completely free. Don't use the portal. Don't get your first month free. It's hostgator.freetalklive.com. All right. So before we go on continuing with your phone calls, I wanted to address just a couple of the things the last caller uh, said, because you kind of jumped all over him, Mark, in the last segment. I've had too much caffeine. I I, I had a half a Coke um, from today. And anybody who (laughs) listens to the show regularly knows that I I pretty much have an allergy to caffeine, but I really like it. (laughs) And so this is what uh, 10 ounces of Coke will do to a man. You, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I wanted to point out a couple of things that uh, that he had mentioned. And one Co- of them. Coca-Cola. I'd like to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Ten ounces of Coca-Cola. Gotcha. Okay. Because ten ounces of uh, the other kind of Coca-Cola. Right, I, you know, that, that doesn't even come up in my mind. I don't live that life. Um all right, so we're talking about uh, this idea of American culture, and, and he brought up the uh, nation of laws thing, and I think you punched some holes in that. Obviously, it's not a nation of laws. It's a bunch of nonsense. It's just a, that's just a cover story for a bunch of men and women ruling with the threat of violence over yeah. people. People uh, doing what they want. Yeah, and so then you've got this idea of this American culture, and there's another talk show host out there that we compete with called uh, Michael Savage, who's got this, I guess it's – Language, rally, culture, and borders. Yeah, this pep rally cheer of language, culture, and bo- borders, which – I've always wondered what what culture are they talking about? And when I asked him, uh, you know, I get a brief answer of, well, patriotism. Yeah. People live. You got to like the colors red, white, and blue, and kind of weep uh, at the Super Bowl when they fly the planes over the top. I just, I don't think that's a, the culture. I think that the culture in America is varied. That there are different cultures, subcultures, cultures, and and subgenres of. Cultures. I don't think there is even one thing. I, I wish you could could point to what culture is. Is I culture speaking English? Because I know that the uh, you know the, the what about Engl- Chinatown, the people from England, uh, claim, they claim to speak English. I, it doesn't sound like English to me, but you know, I'm sure they consider it English. Is culture believing the Christian God? Well, what about uh, atheists? What about Muslims? What about you know other people with other religions? New Age? What about those? folks what about the quakers i mean what what culture are we really talking about here is it is that code is is culture language and borders or whatever is that code for white anglo-saxon protestant males i it couldn't be because michael savage is jewish so i mean i i, I would say that I, I would say that some people accept it as that code but I, you know, you know, I don't think that Michael it, Savage, when he says it, uh, you know, is is saying that. What does it mean to you? I mean, if you've got an answer for that, I'd be curious. What what is it, what is the American culture? Can you define it? It has to. It in order for American culture to be true, I would say that the vast majority, uh, like ninety nine percent of Americans, you know, ninety percent of Americans accept this as you know, this is the way they are, and I, I don't know what it is. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. It would seem to me it would also have to be sort of. Uh, it would have to be specific to Americans, right? So, like, in, you can't say speaking English is American culture if uh, you know if, if it's if done it, in Hong Kong, right? If it, do, it right if it, if it's done in all these other English speaking countries, you could say it's part of it. Which English came from other places. Not it didn't come from here. In fact, many of the things that we consider ours in America actually came from elsewhere. I mean, 
Taco Bell isn't really uh, that's not American per se. It's I mean, consummately American. Well, it, it, I mean, it's 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 Mexican American food. It's influenced to, to some extent by by Mexican origins, and, and sure. a lot of the the words within the English language are actually foreign words uh, from other languages that have just kind of been adopted by the uh, the English speakers. In some cases, they just make them up, like chalupa. <laughs> so what is American culture? It would seem to me that if you're going to put a definition on it, and, and if it exists, it must be able to be defined, right? It can't just be this thing out there in right. the ether. You have to be able to to nail it down if it's real. Um, it would seem to me that if there is an American culture, it's the culture of allowing people to make their own life for themselves and right. to – Liberty. Uh, the ideas of liberty, I would say, are uh, – America should be able to claim those. I think that uh, – I think you know the, the fact is that the United States has become less free over time. We are no longer the freest country in the world in many areas and uh, we, don't, we don't top the charts on any one of the lists of freest X in the world. So, so to live your life how you want, uh, to respect others and allow them to live their lives how they want, and to allow a million cultures to uh, to bloom, a million different interests and in, in people who who uh, you know get along with uh, different folks. I mean. It, it, the idea that there's this one overarching anything amongst the different groups of folks and, and different interests in this country seems kind of silly to me. I, I, well, I haven't found any evidence for it. I mean, I don't know if it's uh, silly. It, it's silly to it's silly if you cannot come up with evidence. And if you can come up with evidence, it should stand the test of asking some questions. And who really wants to have one culture anyway? That right. sounds boring. Who wants hegemony? Let's continue here. 800-259-9231. So you can answer the question if you'd like. You know, what is to you? What does it mean to you, American culture, if you believe that it exists? Please define it for me. Otherwise, you can bring up anything you want. Uh, let's talk to Roy listening in Tampa to WFLA. Hello, Roy. Hey, this is Ray. Ray, Ray. in Tampa. What's on your mind tonight, Ray? Well, you know, I was just so curious, you know, about all this ability that we have a lack of that President Obama was talking about, and we need to tone it down, and all this rhetoric and violent rhetoric, and then we have to watch up here in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, just uh, like they weren't even listening to the President. And uh, I'm kind of wondering why President Obama didn't even speak out about them people, you know, breaking the windows and, you know, holding up the halls and just, you know, keeping uh, the Congress, I mean, the senators from... Uh, you know, doing their job. It was just kind of, uh, you know, uh, I was just watching all this unfold, and I'm thinking, you know, where is the president when, uh, you know, he needs to be speaking out about uh, these people, you know? Do you have any uh, idea on that? Well, I, I think that the president should, if he hasn't uh, come out, and I wouldn't, I don't know, I'm not paying that much attention. I, you know, I, I find being lied to sickening, so I don't pay that much attention to politicians. But if the, I'm sure the president has come out and said, hey, don't throw rocks, it's bad. Um, but, you know, I find that what's going on in, in Madison to be acceptable political, uh, you know, an acceptable part of the political process. And I'm sure that the, the president would say that it's not just about voting people in and having those. Those people then vote on issues that it's about uh, contacting the people that represent you. It's about uh, using your free speech in order to communicate with those people that supposedly represent you. I I, mean, I, mean, I shouldn't have said that they represent you because they don't. But the, these people that supposedly represent you, I I mean, I I agree with you that there shouldn't that I that uh, public policy, or, excuse me, uh, public sector unions are not like real unions. Um, but, I, uh, you know, I think that what those people are doing is doesn't step out of the line, uh, besides throwing rocks, uh, doesn't step out of the line of what is acceptable. Ray, do we lose you? 
I think we did. Thanks oh, for the call, Ray. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's try instead Ed listening in Tennessee. Ed, I think, uh, where are you at in Tennessee, Ed? How are you gentlemen doing? Ed, oh, you're in Jackson. Are you in Jackson? Yes. All right. Ed, listening to the TJ Network, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, you know how it is when you don't hold, you listen to all this stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, about- There's a hundred things you want to say. Right, I, y'all were talking about peace and stuff, and I, you know, I'm the, I like these little quotes. Look, there's no road to peace. Peace is the road. Absolutely. Who? Where is that? Uh, I, I've heard that one before, and I love it. It's. I, uh, I got on. I, I had a little. You know, I got my little notes here. I got there. I cannot remember who said this. I've heard the paraphrase. I've heard of it is uh, there is no way to peace. Peace is the way, and I love yeah. it. I think it's a great quote. I know you may have more for us, so hang on, Ed. We'll bring you back right. here in a moment at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I heard it was some old labor union uh, organizer guy from way back in the day, and then he's been quoted by different people. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Still to come, another uh, pair of 12 hours of Sebring tickets. Stay tuned for the call-in number on that. It is not our regular call-in line number. It's a special contest line. We'll give it to you at the appropriate time. But if you want to just call in and bring up whatever you want, you can do that. That's 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, please become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as $3 per month. We'll take that money in. And reinvest it into this program, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, AMP-only podcast, and more. Get the details, get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal, or you can use Visa or MasterCard right on our website at amp.freetalklive.com. Imagine opening your front door and coming face-to-face with your identity thief. The criminal who wasn't content to steal your bank accounts and use your credit cards. This guy knows where you live, and he's staking out your house and watching your family. That's what Fox News reported on about one woman. Unfortunately, fortunately, however, she had advanced warning from LifeLock. She, she said without LifeLock, she wouldn't have known these thieves were coming and added LifeLock's services are legit. They do what they say they do, and it's worth it. I don't want you to suffer from the personal financial firestorm that identity theft brings. Protect yourself and your family with the same identity theft that I use, LifeLock. Join me in protecting those you love and the things that you have worked so hard for from the ravages of identity theft this year. I need you to call now because I was able to get you a 60-day bonus of LifeLock protection. That's a 60-day bonus. You do this for yourself and do it for your family. Call this number I'm going to give you, 800 800- Two four two twenty six ninety three. It's eight hundred two four two twenty six ninety three. One more time, eight hundred two four two twenty six ninety three. Let's continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Ed, I think is still with us here. Uh, Ed, are you there? Yes. Listening in uh, Jackson, Tennessee, to the TJ Network. Now you uh, cited a quote, Mark. You found out who that uh, quote was from. The quote about uh, the, the 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 only way to peace. Or wait, can you do it again? <laughs> there is no there is no way to peace. Peace is the way. There you go. There, yeah. Who was A.J. Mustay is uh, apparently was a peace activist and labor organizer. Okay. 
Credit where credit's yeah, due. All right. So, Ed, what else? Is, I remember uh, that name. What else did you want to sh- share tonight? Hey, uh, can, y'all were talking about cocaine a little bit. Can I give the coke users out there some uh, good advice? Go for it. All right. Uh, if you want to have pure coke, which coke does damage to the heart, lungs, it gives you the kind of like spasmic ticks. So I wouldn't advise doing it all the time. But to have good pure coke, use acetone and strain it. Just pour. It's got to be in a glass like glass. Just pour it in there, stir it around, filter it. Do that. The more times you do it, it'll get whiter and whiter, and be it'll take out all the impurities. It sounds like right, a terrible uh, idea. Acetone? Free Talk Live yeah. does not advocate uh, the <laughs> use of uh, illicit substances like cocaine. Yeah. Or uh, the use of acetone. Or, yeah, or, <laughs> let me tell you the source. or taking advice uh, from people, people on the phones about chemical processes. Go ahead. Not that, I right. say, not that I'm saying you don't know what you're talking about, Ed. I'm just saying. No, hey, you let me give you the source. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, it came from, uh, and this is the absolute best book. It's entitled Illegal Drugs. A Complete Guide to Their History, Chemistry, Use, and Abuse by Paul Gallinger, G-A-H-L-I-N-G-E-R, M-D, Ph-D. But, hey, that is a abs- – it tells the truth about all the drugs. But, look, let's get back hey, to this. Well, hold, before you go on there, the, hold on. Before you go on, uh, the right. uh, by the way, what I would recommend people do if they're interested in the use of mind-altering substances is to visit arrowid.org. Now, that is a great uh, website. You don't have to buy anything. It's free. It's you just go to arrowid, E-R-O-W-I-D. Dot org. It's got all kinds of information about all kinds of drugs and plants and chemicals, and it's right. good stuff. The, 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 the most important part is it's about harm reduction. Yeah, it's about right. getting information into people's hands and minds so they can uh, do these things as safely as possibly because right. we understand – or safe, safely as possible because we understand that people are going to use mind-altering substances, so they need to know how to do it as safely as uh, humanly possible. Anyway, go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, yeah you remember I said uh, I wanted to warn everybody about it damages the heart, lungs. Yep. It gives you ticks. You know, hey, about the war. Now, this and it makes you really be- irritating too. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, I don't know uh, if you're with somebody and all that. We won't get into that. Let, I'll talk about the war. Okay. Uh, this is the just war, <clears throat> just war theory, and you probably know them. I'll, I'll, it's seven of them, but I'll, I'll go through two or three, and then we can go from there. War must be the last resort, resort and used only after all other means have failed. War must be declared to redress rights actually violated or to defend against unjust demands backed by the threat of force. It must not be fought simply to satisfy national pride or to further economic or territorial gain. The war must be openly and legally declared by a legal government. There must be a reasonable chance of winning. Well, uh, legally declared by a legal government. I mean, go, now, does that mean that the folks in Egypt that had this little revolution, that their war was, quote-unquote, war was illegitimate? The people in Libya, Yemen, uh, I, I guess it's going on in Jordan, Saudi Arabia, there's all kinds of stuff. Uh, Tunisia shouldn't well, be Well, no, forgotten. they'd be fighting a just war. Yeah, they're, they're, apparently, that's not a rebellion. just war, right? You're not talking about Gaddafi. Thanks for the call tonight, Ed. Appreciate hearing okay. from you at 800-259-9231. Let's continue. Greg, listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSCFM. Hello, Greg. Good evening, gentlemen. Yeah. Wow, mine all three drugs to follow that up. Um, I wanted to answer a couple of your questions. Y'all talked about um, gun laws. Uh, any law is not worth the paper it's written on if it's not going to be enforced. So we can have hundreds of thousands of gun laws if they don't enforce it. Like both of y'all said, 
it's going to be the criminals who still get the guns, irregardless of the laws. That's true. And if the laws are actually going to limit the law-abiding citizens because, again, they do follow and abide by the law. Now, as far as America's culture, America's culture is uh, the basically like the Constitution, the right to life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, uh, equal protection under the law. These are things that you can't find too often in any other country. You don't find equal protection Earth. under the law in the United States. I mean, I mean, he's <laughs> talking about in theory. Yeah, in theory, I understand that people believe. I think that that's the worst part, though, is that people believe that there might be equal protection under the law. I mean, the I guess the. Oh, the but y'all, y'all, y'all know what I'm saying. Sure, when you're a senator and, and you know people and you drive a lady and she drowns in your car and you go home and have a, and you don't get. But I, I understand that. But it, it, we're talking about the concept. We're talking about what is the culture here in America that makes people want to get on a dinghy raft to get here, which makes people want to run across the border, which makes people want to come here. The culture That's of freedom. The culture. Right. right. Which is, so you're, back, you're backing up what I said earlier, the culture being freedom to have whatever culture you want in your own life, right? Basically, you know, if I want to live in Seattle, Washington, I don't need papers. I don't need the government's permission. I just need to have the ways and the means, and I can go and live anywhere within the borders. There are no tribal kind of things. Now, yeah, you know, we don't have a perfect system, but my question to y'all would be, where is there on planet Earth a better system? Good well, question. You know, I, I think uh, I think that I would say that the system is deteriorating over time. It is. Um, now, that, it is. What's that? He said it is. It is. So where on the earth is uh, a better system? One could point to some point then in the past in the United States when it was a better system. Unfortunately, not in all ways. Not in, in all ways. Places, Absolutely. Ways There's been a lot of worse. ways that it's uh, that it has improved. Right. There was uh, slavery and women weren't treated very well. And uh, so, yeah. But but to answer the question in, in today's world, Mark, because we need to talk yeah. about what's happening now, uh, there are different systems around the world that have different aspects that are better than than here. I mean, Mark, you mentioned the different uh studies that have been done the heritage foundation the free the world foundation there's another one out there too uh that that kind of ranks the different countries in the world uh, based on economic freedoms and the u.s is not the top country uh in those rankings so like hong kong just dominates uh, as far as economic freedom is concerned uh, which means that it's better there to like run a business to open a business it's much easier to do that my question to y'all would be why is that my opinion is is because politics has eroded away what the Founding Fathers set up. Now, they weren't perfect, but again, the system that they set up was the best to be seen on planet Earth. No doubt. It was a good try. You understand that it's it's 230-year-old technology. Maybe we could do something better today. Right. We need to move forward uh, with the ideas of uh, moving toward a voluntary society, and I think the Free State Project is going to create that better society eventually. And I thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. We need to do another giveaway, Mark. We've got another hour to go. We've got one more pair of tickets to give away after this one. So if you don't win this one, you're still going to have another uh, crack at it. But we've got a pair of tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. It's a Huge, crazy racing party thing with a major, uh, was it a Le Mans, you said? It's Le Mans, right. Uh, that, uh, that culminates on Saturday this coming week, the, the 19th, with a, a 
the the big race. The 59th annual Mobile 12 Hours of Sebring. In Sebring, Florida, right in the middle of the state. This is real Florida. Um, and it's you're going to have a blast, uh, from what I understand. Mark says to bring earplugs, though. Yeah. Um, so if you want to win this pair of tickets, you can call in right now at 603-435-1105. We'll give it a call at number 5, 603-435-1105. You will go to the 12 Hours of Sebring on us and the folks at the 12 Hours of Sebring as well for providing the tickets. Uh, more coming up here. Hour 3 is next. It's Free Talk. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you want. Dial in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can, of course, uh, take take control. By the way, that's not the contest line. We're going to give you the contest line later on tonight when we do our final pair of tickets for the 12 hours of Sebring. So stay tuned for your last chance to win those. That's, that's going to be it, right, Mark? We're, we're done giving these things away after this last yeah. pair. All right. So your last chance is coming up here sometime within the next hour. Uh, stay tuned for that. Also, you can bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231, and join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where we give you the features completely free. In fact, the main page is created by listeners like you, the content of it, at least. Uh, the Those items that you see there with the numbers next to them, those are votes, and the items were submitted by listeners like you. So when you see something online you think's interesting, you submit it to the site as show prep. It comes up in the upcoming stories queue, and then other listeners can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion, your idea, or your your submission, if you will. And you can vote on things as well. The most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it, and other listeners are likely to see it and uh, enjoy whatever it is you suggested. So go to freetalklive.com and get interactive as we continue here taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to Keith listening to WGBF in Evansville, Indiana. Hello, Keith. Keith in Evansville. I think he might have dropped off during the news break. Keith going once. Keith going twice. Let's try instead. Jerry listening in North Carolina. Jerry, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, this is Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I uh, like your style. I like your show. Thanks. Uh, I turned in uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, you guys, you know, were bold enough pretty much to uh, make the suggestion just to do away with taxes, you know. And, you know, I've been around for quite a while. I'm an older guy. And I think it'd work. I really do. I always thought it would work. I mean, uh, as far as I was concerned, uh, I mean, you know, it like roads and, and, and things like that that people need. I think, you know, if we've got enough potholes in it, probably, you know, people would probably say, well, we need to 
Fix the potholes. Man, let me tell you, potholes, I'd just like to mention this. I mean, we live up here in New Hampshire, and because it gets really cold up here, we've got got the the worst problem with potholes because of what they call frost heaves. It's something about how the road, you know, keeps changing in temperature and, like, what happens, Mark? Water gets underneath the road. Water expands. It cracks the road. Yeah, it busts up all the roads during the wintertime, and and so we've got potholes right now all over the place. It's just crazy. Yeah, the government can't even handle potholes. Right. I mean, the idea that we need the government, because if you propose something like that, like getting rid of taxes, which is essentially getting rid of stealing or extortion, uh, getting rid of institutionalized uh, theft, then uh, people go crazy. Some people go crazy. Well, what about the roads? Well, gosh, I mean, gosh, how much worse can it really get? Amen. Yeah, but like I said, I've always pretty much thought that myself. You know, as far as, uh, uh, I don't know, you you guys, you're not old enough to uh, remember this, but I got the ultimate tax bill one day back in 1966. Opened it up and it was uh, doing payable with my life. A draft notice. Oh anyway, man, that, draft that's notice. That's the ultimate tax man bill, man. Let me tell you. But like I said, I'm not a coward. Don't get me wrong. I mean, as far as that's concerned, I mean, uh, if somebody wants to come over here and take this country, let them come take it. You know, mm-hmm. see what they'll get when they get over here. If there's enough men left and they're not all wimps or whatever, you know, to take care of business for them, come on. I'll okay. tell you, there was a Japanese general um, prior to World War II that uh, stated that, you know, an invasion of the American mainland is absolute insanity because what his claim was is that there'd be a gun hiding behind every blade of grass. And there really are more firearms in this country than there are people. Yes, I agree with that. Definitely. No doubt about that. Like I said, you know, uh, if there's enough real men out there and there's not a bunch of wimps around, you know, I think it might be a good idea as far as I'm concerned. I think you'll find some real women who'll pick up some guns to protect their family, Absolutely. Too. And I, I think you, you probably would, too. I think and you're absolutely on to something here. And I'd like to point out that to anybody who believes that they can't, we can't live without taxes, what would we do? Well, hold on. If, if, there's a bad, if you've got a really bad idea, the hallmark of a bad idea is that you have to tax people to pay for it. If it's a good idea, people will pay for it on their own, on their own volition on the voluntary or consensual basis. Yeah, I would have thought that iPads were a bad idea. Turns out I'm wrong because people are buying the heck out of them. Right, and so back before the government actually took over the roads, they were all privately created in the first place. So a lot of roads originally were privately made, and the communities came together on a, a again a voluntary basis, and they you know they raised the funds to uh, to build these things. and And today, obviously, things are a little more complicated, and we can have businesses that might pi- uh, pay for a road, or you know, a neighborhood can take care of its own roads. In fact, there is one example of a community, and I forget where it is. I think it's Minnesota or something like that, which is actually there is still a government there, but the roads are all completely you know privately maintained and taken care of by essentially a, a, a huge neighborhood association. So there are various different ways that these services that people are so used to having the government perform for them can be handled on a consensual basis. It's just that we're not allowed to explore those ways for the most part because the government has monopolized these areas like protection services with the police department or the fire department or the roads. In many cases, the government has a complete monopoly. As a matter of fact, the government in California has uh, released the monopoly on roads in a lot of ways, and there are private roads, and they're doing quite well. Well, in, in in places where private roads are allowed, they they typically are fairly successful. But in 
still, even in those cases, Mark, there the government hasn't really released its monopoly. It's still allowing private operators to run roads with the government's permission. So it's still sort of a good old boys. They have to use. Thing. They have the government has to give its land in order to to allow this sort of thing. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and then there's still the problem really with work. eminent domain as well. And so the, the, you know, getting the government out of the road business could really result in some neat innovations too. If you think about that, uh, what of the what are the things that we're missing out on that we could have by now if we didn't have the government running the roads? I mean, for instance, look at look at areas of uh, you know the business world where the government isn't really that heavily involved, like the computer world. Uh, you see tremendous increases in technology and abilities of these machines. I mean, I've got uh, I've got an Android phone, and I'm literally carrying around in my pocket. Sometimes it just amazes me to think about it. I'm carrying in the palm of my hand something that a decade ago would have been a huge box sitting underneath my desk. And it's not only just the box, it's the display as well. I mean, I have the entire computer in the palm of my hand, and it's just, it's just mind-boggling what has happened there. But can you imagine how crappy the computers would be if there was, like, the government office of computer improvement and that every single piece of uh, programming had to be approved through the government office of computer improvement? We know what it looked like. We have North Korea. <laughs> so anyway, some things to think about there. Any other thoughts you want to share with us? That's about it, guys. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. You know, enjoy your show. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. And by the way, for those of you out there who are saying, you guys are crazy. We can't have the government get out of roads or the policing or the fire. That's crazy. Well, here's what I would suggest. Do a little bit of uh, research into the concepts because it took me a while to come around to understand it. It wasn't an overnight thing for me. And one of the big uh, helps for me was a book called The Market for Liberty, uh, which I highly recommend. It was written back in the 70s. And it's really a forward-thinking, visionary book. Because a lot of the things that, you know, they didn't have the tech that we have today back in the 70s. And a lot of the ideas they had back then are all the more doable today. And they would have been doable back in the 70s. And I'd recommend that people go to book.freekeen.com. That's book.freekeen.com. And you can download uh, the PDF version or you can download an audiobook version as well. Um, and there's some other books that are there uh, that you can download for free, like uh, Mar- Dr. Mary Ruart's Healing Our World and West Bertrand's Complete Liberty, also available in audiobook form and downloadable pdf no no doubt those are great things and i think that uh that as time goes by you will find that people demand more and more liberty in the world and they better and better customer service from their governments to the point that well they they're going to have governments perhaps competing against each other things like that but if you're willing if, if somebody out there listening wants to call me crazy on the ideas of these things i'd be willing to trade cops courts roads and you know whatever for a smaller government i mean please i'm willing to make a deal here get government out of healthcare get government out of space travel get government out of the arts get government out of uh, national radio get government out of get get the military out of uh, 700 military bases in 131 mm. nations i look i don't believe in a standing military but you just bring the one we've got back here and I'll be happy. I'm willing to make a deal, people. I'll take more liberty on any particular issue. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I just feel like when people argue for tyranny in one area, they just give the foothold to the government for tyranny in every area. You don't like government in one area? Really? You think you can fix that? You give the government an inch, they're going to take your life, they're going to take a mile, and they're going to keep taking after that. 1-800-259-9231. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. It's still to come. We're going to do a two, uh, we're going to give you another pair of tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. So stay tuned for that. It's Free Talk Live. 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kit Essentials Nutritionally Complete Drink. Providing your picky eater with essential nutrition and great taste in one drink. Visit us at kitessentials.com. To make sure your kids eat healthy, follow the five-a-day plan. Serve three servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit daily. Remember, a serving could just mean a piece of fruit or a half cup of veggies. If your kids are picky eaters, ask a nutritionist about other sources. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. Talk Live. Dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the live Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we invite you to our website, freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the features that you'll find there completely free, including our Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo and or video showing that they are listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see the Shrine for yourself. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the Shrine at shrine.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI is a major sponsor of Free Talk Live. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, big advocate of liberty and They'll handle your business with respect and integrity. They won't treat your customers poorly or anything like that. They understand that when they're doing collections for you, that they're representing your company. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. SACL CAI. All right, 800-259-9231. We continue taking your calls about what you want. Let's go to Jim listening in Delaware to WGMD-FM. Hello, Jim. Jim? Hello? Hey, you're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts. Hi. Um, I uh, listened to you guys two weeks ago or so, and uh, you brought up the government stuff. It, it, it's a kind of a conundrum. I feel like you have a lot of point of views that I agree with, and then quite a few that, are, that I don't. And um just wanted to find out, um, you know, exactly how you, how you would go about dealing with things like the SEC or the CDC, um, you know, government agencies that are in charge of, you know, public services that, that we really need. The What was the first one? The SEC? SEC Security Exchange Commission. Yeah, yeah Security Exchange Commission and, uh, and the CDC, the Center for Disease Control. Well, like, okay, so you're, are you suggesting that we're all going to die of a disease if we get rid of the government CDC? Um, no. Not that they prevent them. Uh, it's just reaction to them um, and then containment. What are, they, what are they going to do exactly that you think is going to be so helpful? Um. Well, if if you if they can recognize that there's a virus breaking out or something, and and you know go into an area and, and contaminate, yeah, you know, and uh, sorry, contain the area. Have they done that? Um, uh, they yeah, they do that all the time. They've okay. done that. No, They're just running around containing a, viruses because I I personally have never heard this story. Well, how should I say it? Um, it's not something where we've had an epidemic where it's like. A very serious thing that they do. Regularly. Well, they, they called some things epidemics. You know, like there was there have been instances where, they, yeah, they're they're calling stuff. This is an epidemic, <laughs> and it doesn't seem like an epidemic. Um, they're trying to force a bunch of flu vaccines on people. The avian right? flu that that H one N one vaccine. It's my understanding they're still trying to get people to take that. You really trust the government to take care of your health? Well, I'm not necessarily saying that they need to take care of my health, but um, when there's a major issue. It, you know, it's just science that that having someone organized, ready to take care of it, 
is much better than you think the government may may or not be true let me let me give you an example um in hurricane katrina you'd call that a major issue right Right. Yeah. All the fire departments and rescue workers left when the evacuation notice was given. However, when you had some private ambulance services that stayed and ran ambulance runs the entire time during the, uh, the the hurricane, the only ones that stayed were private ambulance services. So the government, you know, when it when it gets too bad, they're going to their underground bunker, and they ho- and they could really care less what happens to you and yours. Well, you think this? I don't. I mean, I I don't want to argue about. It. The effectiveness of the CDC, I guess. But what I'm saying is, you know, the general idea, I, I believe that the CDC, their, their whole goal is to, in situations like that, Look, go in and really... I don't care what the goal what is. a government's uh, agency's goal is, is what is the window dressing for an, for an organization that, that enjoys the privilege of operating without any real strictures on what it does. It doesn't have to, it, they don't have to perform in the same way as an organization does in the marketplace. I think that you would have, uh, you know, drug manufacturers and that sort of thing rush to put down virus outbreaks and then trumpet their own successes so that people would see how effective they are you think you think that the market forces would i, I just don't think that they act that quickly don't do you think, think the government something... acts quickly <laughs> don't you well, think effectiveness what evidence matters? do you have that the government acts quickly that's what the whole cdc is set up for i mean they have you like don't you're not answering the question thing. just because that's the, their plan doesn't mean that they're going to be effective at it well i mean it it's not 100% effective. I, I could grant you that. Well, sure, it, it, I'm saying as, as effective. We're, we're not talking about utopia here, dude. We're talking about right. as effective as a private organization. I can give you example after example after example where the government fails to act and private organizations step up. Uh, during Hurricane Katrina, again, remember, uh, there's people uh, pooping, raping, and dying in the uh, in the Superdome, whereas and, and Walmart's uh, truckloads and truckloads and truckloads of water were turned around by the government and told to go away they got this hmm. i mean I, the I, fact I, is <laughs> the, the cdc is an imaginary organ they they enjoy this cloak of legitimacy that we all imagine they're going to be able to do things good i just hope they keep the windows closed because i know that they've got like the black plague and all kinds of crap uh, floating around in that in that building yeah but i mean you know for instance you know something that they would do would be to do research you know there's something that that comes i don't out. want the government to do research right. I, this is another area i think they suck i think science uh has really been hobbled by the fact that the government gives out grants and that kind of thing that scientists now are all bureaucrats i mean you wouldn't do you uh, you don't want the government providing you with food why in the world would you want them providing you with research well yeah i mean like I said, I think I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but I just feel like some of the government agencies need to be in place. And, you know, if you want to, I'd like to talk about the SEC, too. I mean, well, hold that hold that know, thought for a moment here. I mean, the, I understand what you're saying. You've been sold this bill of goods that only the government can do this sort of thing. And I'm sorry, I would much rather have universities and scientists that are not taking uh, money and, and companies and, you know, charitable organizations that are not taking stolen money. Uh, doing this research because then the research that really matters will be get uh, will be taken care of as opposed to the research that is politically favorable. Yeah, I mean, it, there is there is definitely a politics waste. I, I think I think how it works out. You know, when I really think about government waste, I feel like you know fifty percent of it gets lost 
but the 50 percent of it that's you know with with bureaucracy with all sorts of things but the 50 percent that's left is really important i mean you know they, let's they take 100 percent and let the marketplace handle it and then we'll have it all you know spent more appropriately i i'd be happy to give you that 50 percent, dude i'd love to do it but let's not forget the scc existed when bernie madoff ran this scam i mean that's exactly the kind of thing that they're supposed to be that people imagine that they're out there watching out for and they failed again yeah but i mean you, you know How can you apologize for this organization over and over again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they (laughs) they keep failing, man. And and you say, but we got to have them. They're effective. Well, they just need more money. They need more money, Mark. More bureaucrats. Right, more uh, money. Because we're not giving them enough of our hard-earned money. They just need a little more. The the government's SEC is no different from any other governmental regulation organization. Uh, Government regulations only exist to protect people who are already in business, to protect the bankers, to protect these companies, and... And these government regulations, they actually prevent uh, the marketplace from acting to, uh, you know, to correct problems by essentially insulating these old school, you know, business owners and uh, people that have been in the market for a long time from new upstarts and new innovation as well. I uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for the call tonight. More coming up. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got news updates. You get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can go to news.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for our emailed updates, our Twitter feed, as well as Facebook. And Facebook is uh, definitely a good thing that you want to hit the like button on our Free Talk Live profile there on Facebook. Because, Mark, you actually gave away a couple tickets of that uh, Sebring tickets on Facebook tonight. A couple of pairs. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so that's a good thing. You could possibly win some prizes just for liking our Facebook profile and paying attention to it. It's and Free you, Talk Live. Just go in the search tab. That's right. Uh, well, you can just go to news.freetalklive.com, that's and there's a link to it right there. If you've ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney, jurisdictionary.com is the course for you. It's it's for people who don't have attorneys, who have to know how to maximize winning and know what needs to be done in court, like, you know, motioning for evidence and uh, moving the court and changing venues, all the kind of things that you need to be able to know. It's contained it in the course. It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good lawyer. And it's so easy. The average eighth grader could go through the complete four CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. I've got the course. I think it's awesome. Jurisdictionary.com. All right, 800-259-9231. We're going to continue here with your thoughts in a moment. But, Mark, you said something during the break about this whole – we were talking to the last guy about the CDC, for instance, and other government regulatory agencies and how he believed that – well. 
even if they're good 50% of the time, I still want that 50%, he said. Yeah, well, you know, and I, I understand, right? Like, I've been where he's at. He says he agrees with some of the, some of the things we say and some of the things we don't. And this has been a long road um, coming to the conclusions that I've come to, and that is that uh, government is a, an organization. It's, it's basically the most successful organized crime syndicate in a given geographic area. I'll grant you, it has a really strange way of na- naming its dons, but that's all it is. It, mm-hmm. it's a, they're, they're, you know, governments are organized criminals that fly flags out in front of their buildings. Um, and I understand it's not easy. We, we, we've been taught all our lives. But if I had a cell phone that worked half the time, I'd throw that thing in a lake. <laughs> if I had a car that only started half the time, I'd trade that thing. I'd get rid of it. I wouldn't even trade it in because I would feel like if somebody else ends up with this car, I would be doing something evil. Now, the gentleman, I think uh, another another caller said, well, our car's the best one in the world. We've got the best car because it'll start half the time. I, I'm mm. just putting these two callers together yeah. now. Um, well, it's uh, comparing governments and saying we've got the best one is kind of like me comparing my leprosy to your cancer. Ah, yeah. you got cancer. I just got leprosy. Mm. See, watch my arm fall off. You're going to die soon. <laughs> you know, it's it's really it's a strange game, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and these same people that say our government is deteriorating, we're losing freedom all the time. Uh, you know, that all these things and that the government is a, a ponderous inefficient organization but let's just we've got to have we got to have more of this yeah i i'm sorry uh, i just don't believe that they're protecting anything except their buddies really i mean you talk about the sec uh you talk about all the other government regulatory agencies if you talk to the the uh, the restaurant board in your local town they'll tell you that they you've got to have the restaurant board i mean they, without the restaurant board those restaurateurs would be poisoning people out there we need to have these regulations to keep people safe and that's the big play right that's what they're trying to convince you of is that without us without us you would be poisoned without us you would be dying of disease without us you would have all you know these businesses these banks would be ripping you off and of course the federal government is ripping you off. They run the central bank, and they're running the biggest money scam ever devised. Uh, so the idea that these people are somehow going to protect you from being ripped off, that these people are somehow going to protect you from disease when governments have been the uh, the perpetrators of spreading disease and eugenics and uh, testing things on people. Right. But this guy's worried about disease, but governments... Um, governments have been the cause of more deaths during the 20th century than any disease out there. You can't find one that didn't cause that caused as many deaths as government did. None of them. So yeah. you know, I'll I, take my risks. Thank I, you. I, you know, I'm I'm just I'm willing to trade away. You know, the government programs he doesn't like. I'm for that. I want to see more liberty step by step. I'm not saying that going to a free market based system tomorrow is the best, most efficient way to see for liberty in our lifetimes. But I do think that we need to take we need to keep liberty in mind. And we need to take constant steps in seeing how people using voluntary solutions without monopolies and without uh, you know, violence against their neighbors can solve problems. Yep. And a good step in that direction would be abolishing the federal government entirely and seceding from it. There's no need to have that. I mean, if you believe in the idea of governments, at least, you know, keep your state government, get rid of the feds. At, no least, the, at least to have the states nullify the government in areas. Let's continue with your calls. Brian, listening to WVTS in Huntington, West Virginia. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Brian in West Virginia, going once. Brian in West Virginia, going twice. Let's try Kenny, listening to WRNN-FM in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Hello, Kenny. 
Hey, how you gentlemen doing today? Hey, what's on your mind, Kenny? Um, I wanted to make a comment from the call earlier from Myrtle Beach area. Yes, sir. Now, I'm new to Myrtle Beach, and as you probably know, it's a tourist area. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, given any month, depending on, you know, seasons, it, the influx of population can be, you know, like 25,000 people, you know, um, with summer months and such. But being a new resident to South Carolina and uh, Myrtle Beach area, I wanted to comment that um, there are times that I see a car get pulled over by the police. And what happens is it's not just one police car pulling up. It's not two, but it's three or four. Wow. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that before, too. It borders on harassment. It isn't harassment. And I'm wondering, you know, if it it could be something as minor as a traffic violation, but um, I'm wondering how the driver feels because I know I would be pretty nervous with, you know, four law enforcement officers around. Wait a minute. You're supposed to feel protected with that many law enforcement officers around. They're there to keep you safe. Why would you be nervous? Exactly. Well, that's mm-hmm. my, my real name, Kenny, so that'll tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, this is how a lot of people like feel. If people, people don't necessarily feel protected and served by police, and I'm sure that there are some out there that are doing their very best to do just that. But when those blue lights go on, whether they're there to pull you over or not, when you see them in the rearview mirror, your heart flutters. And what that says to me is that if that happens to most people – then the laws that they have on the books, there are too numerous and too arduous because people should be happy to see cops coming. Exactly. And I, and it's scary. And I look and when you see this is routinely, you'll see this three and four police cars. And I, again, like, as I said previously, it seems to border on harassment, but then I'm also wondering if there's four police cars, there or even three patrol cars there. What's happening in the other part of town or four mm-hmm. streets over with something going on? Um, and it seems to me because there's too much law enforcement in the area, and when it's not tourist time, there's not enough to do. So everyone responds to a minor call. And, um, you know, that's basically all I want to but, say. I just wanted to give another perspective on how law enforcement works in this area. Yeah, well, it's not just your area, let me tell you. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's it, people make this observation, but the it's, it's not really necessarily even the cops, because I think many cops know that just being on their beat is a deterrent for crime and that that's what they should be doing. But their superiors know that there's money to be made in speeding tickets, marijuana busts, DUIs, you know, things like that. There's no money to be made in burglaries, arson rapes, murders. There's no money to be made if you solve these crimes. It looks good for your department if you solve, say, uh, a string of burglaries or you solve a murder or something, but there's the, the money isn't there. Right, and by so the way, I'm, look, I'm sorry, I'm looking here at the, 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 uh, the, the Wikipedia entry for Myrtle Beach just to get some numbers here. There are 22,000, about 23,000 permanent residents in the, I guess, the city of, uh, of Myrtle Beach. So we're not talking about a heavily populated area outside of the tourist time. So you're probably right. Four or five cop cars is probably a good That percentage. sounds like all of them. <laughs> it may be all of them, if not the ma- super majority of the police that are on duty at that at, at any given time at that time of night. Right, and so seems to me maybe perhaps what's going on is, as you said about making money, um, maybe that's one way to for government to 
actually get funds to continue. Oh, it's a huge way to do it. In fact, if you yeah. sit in on the arraignments on like a Monday morning and you watch the kind of cases that they bring forth, you're going to see drug case after drug case after alcohol case after <laughs> drug case, and they're issuing hundreds and hundreds of dollars in fines to these people, taking plea bargains and ringing the cash register all day. Uh, the, these people that, that they're arresting, they're doing it for the money. That's it, and that's all. Thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate it. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from Maine to Hawaii. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Enough time for your call. Your thoughts. 800-259-9231. Still to come. Two tickets to the 12 Hours of Sebring. Stay tuned for that. Joining you this evening, it is Ian. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com. And you'll find links there to Amazons from around the world, uh, U.S., U.K., Canada, Germany. You click into the Amazon that's right for you. And at that point, whatever you buy, Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase. It's still the same great Amazon, the same great customer service, prices. Amazon's awesome. You just get your shopping done by starting it at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. As we continue here taking your phone calls, let's talk to Mac, listening also in Myrtle Beach. Mac, you're on Free Talk Live, listening to WRNN. Hello there. Uh, Hi, fellas. Hey. Uh, Yeah, it's the first time I've listened to your program, and I was intrigued uh, and compelled to call because it it strikes me as your proponents of, uh, of an anarchist agenda when the rest of the world seems to be moving towards a globalist agenda, and, and frankly, I, I object to both. Hmm. Um, it, yeah, I, well, I'm I, not an anarchist. I'm a voluntarist. Yeah, I just call myself a libertarian. I've, I've, I've always been a strong proponent of, of uh, moderate libertarian ideals. Uh, I believe in watching the government, but I, I also... I also believe that every one of us has to accept responsibility for our government, and if it's not working right, each one of us has the responsibility to make the changes necessary. Do I have the response? Do I have personal responsibility for our other armed gangs that are running around causing uh, havoc and hurting people? You have you you have the responsibility to do what you can to make the to make the change. I, uh, I, no, I, and I'm for that. I, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing all that I can. I've picked up and moved absolutely. my life for uh, the Free State Project, um, in the hopes of seeing the government shrink down to a, a maximum size of the protection of life, liberty, and property. Um, we so, advocate its uh, re- repeal and roll back yeah. on the. the so, show what parts every night. do you object to specifically? To to anarchy? No, no. I look. Oh. What, repeating this one more time. Okay. You're not talking to any anarchists. Okay. Uh, I, honestly, well, I, I got this. I got the sense that you were you were looking for, or looking and or talking for the abolish. Uh, I mean, you did quote specifically the abolition of the federal government. Absolutely. Okay, and I I disagree. That's with not anarchy. <laughs> well, 
uh, some form of government absolutely must exist. I disagree. Okay. I think that we can have self-government. Right. And I think that individuals so, can uh, can rule their own lives and that uh, anything that the government does, that the marketplace uh, can provide those services better and on a, you know, on a competitive basis with real innovation and... This is where my partner and I split ways. I'm going to say that uh, that government can the governments can p- compete uh, with each other. This is somewhere in the long, far future. Probably not something I'm going to see in my lifetime. But you know, there were times when people would say, "There's no way that two religions can exist in the same geographic area. It's just not possible." And they used to burn people at the stakes and things like that. And now we see it all over the place. All I'm saying is that government should be able to, sh- should not be a monopolistic organization. Well, honestly, I'm, firm, I'm a firm believer in the ballot box, and I, I would tend to agree with, with most libertarian ideals, but I'm also a firm believer in the ballot box. And while, while money certainly sways uh, how people vote, it's the individual's responsibility to educate themselves and make an informed decision in that ballot box. But how, how is that? How, you, you keep on saying this whole responsibility thing, and I'm not saying I don't. I, it doesn't sound good because I think it does sound good. But I, I guess I would ask you: How did this uh, obligation become incumbent upon the individual to become educated, to use the system, to control the uh, this uh, armed organization of folks calling themselves our rulers? How did that occur? How did they? How did that person become obligated to do that? How did I become obligated to do that? Well, each, I mean, regardless, I, I've lived in, in I've I've lived in countries that were under dictatorships. I've lived under oligarchs. Uh, th- this government, as it exists right now, does seem to be excessive. But and also, government becomes exceptionally important, especially in time of war. And and the armed thugs. Of but the I, the war hasn't I, stopped, dude. I, I, the war I, I has not ceased. Thug. Government. I was an ar- I, I was an armed thug. I spent a career as an armed thug. So 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 you say. Were you a cop? Um, I I performed law enforcement functions for the United States military. Hmm. Okay. So the yeah, so the government creates war because it's in the government's interest to have war. So I would prefer if we didn't have a government military at all, then we wouldn't really have any war problems at all. We could just defend ourselves and form our own organizations on a consensual basis to defend ourselves. How about that? In order, in order to do that, in order to defend yourself effectively in in a modern society, uh, you would have to have an entire world. With similar arms, we the, the one thing this country has left that I mean we're absolutely broke. Uh, one of the things we have left that uh, helps us leverage our our desires, and I'm not going to I'm not going to argue on uh, on the morality of war because you cannot argue the morality of war. There's no such thing as a just war, okay? But the one thing we have and we've invested in heavily is the big stick that we carry as a nation. That's I don't carry any military. sticks, sir, and I did not invest in that. And uh, yeah. thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I, did not, uh, I, don't, I don't participate in investing in war. I, I don't carry a big stick. I'm, I'm, not those, I'm not those people. So please don't include me in that. And I'm not interested in it. Well, that's it. And, a common thing for people to say, though, Ian. The and, we referring to people in the United States. But it's incorrect. Or, it's not true. I don't do those things. I don't, I don't warmonger, and I don't threaten people to do business with them. And the idea that you need to have a superpower, that you need to have a military in order to have a bargaining posture to do business with people around the world is absolutely absurd. Look, if you've I, got a good product and a good service, people are going to buy that from you. And if other people have good products and good services, we should be able to buy that I from them. I think the guy was making some good points, and points that you and I would 
would have made at some point in our past. I think that, um, you know, I, I, I think that he wouldn't make I don't know. I didn't have a chance to talk to him about it. But, you know, what bothers me the most about the military currently is that the, the the orders that they follow the orders to you know to to continue on with this huge apparatus that's on in that's that's got in 700 military bases and 130 nations around the world i think that that's the first and biggest problem when you're talking about the military you know I mean, he just sounds like your average republican guy that wants to see the government programs cut that he'd like to see mm-hmm. cut the yep. ones that don't work for him let's continue and talk to preston listening to w uh scc in charleston south carolina hello preston hey thanks for having me on hey what's on your mind tonight you know i'm pinned to my seat after that last conversation <laughs> go ahead with your thoughts i have uh in my personal vehicle, I have XM radio. I listen to BBT. I'm kind of a liberal Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I find myself in one of my work trucks once every three months, and this is one of the presets, and I'm never ceases to amaze me the things that I hear from your station. I think it's aggressive, and I enjoy it. But I just want to comment on a lot of it goes the way that the conversation did from the not this caller from Myrtle Beach, but the previous one about three and four cops showing up, and y'all, you guys go into all this detail, and it sounds incredibly naive. Because now I'm not a cop, but I've been on the other end. Uh, What's naive? When you see three and four cops pull up behind somebody like that, they're not taking your money. The guy has a bench warrant. I can't believe none That's of y'all nonsense. know that. That's nonsense. That is absolute garbage. Look, I, I've actually... Pay. No, 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 no. Wait, wait no, a second. True. He what? didn't pay a parking ticket or he's got a bench warrant. Nonsense, they, sir. I've seen this happen. I've seen it happen myself. Uh, you know, I understand that maybe that's true some of the time. But I have seen for myself that when the cop, you know, he's got nothing to do. Oh, well, let's pull over. Jimmy just got somebody pulled over. Let's go. They're bored and they want to no intimidate you. You're saying this didn't happen? I'm telling you, I've seen it. I've talked to the cops. Thank you for the call. They're bored and they want to intimidate people. They're a gang, a criminal gang, and I've seen it personally. Not long ago, you Mark, said they, they were bored. I friend. don't know that I, you, I, they're I, bored. They want something to do. They want to harass people. I, Look, I've, my friend was pulled over here in Keene, New Hampshire. One of the activists was visiting from Grafton. He was pulled over, and they brought three other cop cars in, two stadies, and he two did not have boys. a bench warrant. He did not absolutely at all have anything, and he was not violent or dangerous or anything like that. They were trying to intimidate him. Luckily, a, a half a dozen or more activists piled out from a nearby bar and uh, came to his rescue with video cameras, and those cop, cops scurried right away, not too long after that. Anyway, uh, the video of that is over at freekeen.com. You probably have to scroll back right. for a few And weeks. I'm sure that some of those instances, people did have bench warrants. I'm, you know, I'm sure that he's right, that some of the time that that's the answer, but, you know... You don't know what the reasons are, and the suggestion that you know the the other guy that just called said that we all have a responsibility, right? Well, I think it's our responsibility to question what the police officers are doing when they've got three and four people at a stop. Absolutely, and come to their aid if you possibly can as well. Hey, we're out of time for tonight, but still have enough time to give you the two remaining Sebring tickets. The twelve hours of Sebring. It's happening next weekend, and it is a hell of a race, from what I understand. In Sebring, Florida, you're going to be there if you're caller number five right now at six. 603-435-1105. You'll get two super passes for the 12 Hours of Sebring. 603-435-1105. Call in now. Caller 5 wins. 603-435-1105. We'll see you online between now and next time at freetalklive.com. Podcast listeners, hey, uh, sorry for the bad audio. I'm calling on a cell phone from Florida. I'll be back on the show on Saturday. 
But um, I need a favor. Uh, I don't do this too often, so please keep that in mind. If, do you remember the ads that we had that we ran last week? They were Paul Frederick. They were for some white Oxford shirts. Well, they, they got some really poor response. Now, I don't think a week is nearly long enough to decide whether or not a particular ad venue works or not. But I accepted the, the ad buy because I knew that I had a, an ace in the hole, and that ace in the hole is you guys. So I'm asking if you have a job where you have to dress nice or you need a dress shirt for church or a funeral or something like that, please buy this one from Paul Frederick. Um, you always need a white dress shirt. Your old one is probably stained or frayed in the, the cuffs or something, um, or you just need another one. I mean, having two two or three isn't a bad thing. Um, you can't buy one for $19.95 anywhere. You, you, if you go to the mall, it's going to be 40 bucks. If you go to one of those discount stores, um, you're, you're not going to be able to get one that fits you in the neck or fits you in the waist or fits you or the, the arms are going to be too short. This one's going to fit you right because you're going to go online and get a tailor done. This is their loss leader. They're not making money on this. They just want you to go to the site so that you, you know, get used to buying from them, and then hopefully you'll buy something you know, else from them in the future. And that's where they're hoping to make their money. However, that doesn't concern me. What concerns me is whether you, not, you buy the white dress shirt today. <laughs> so um, go to 1995shirt.com. Use promo code TUCK. That's T-U-C-K. I'm not cussing at you. Promo code TUCK. 1995shirt.com. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your help.